know what was said. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to What Was Said with me, Queen Liz. This podcast is an avenue to engage in thought-provoking discussion that ultimately normalizes the experiences that shape us. This episode is a special one because it's my first solo episode. Yes, yes, it's my first one. Um, And so I'll refer to these as rapid fire episodes. Um, And really the point being that these are straightforward. So I obviously don't have a guest. Um, There won't be the back and forth responses, reactions, feedback, or anything like that. I'm going to get straight to the meat on these. Um, and I do want to acknowledge in the midst of everything that's going on right now, um, is everyone who is at home quarantining, Tadio, um, sister, cousin, but, (laughs) um, you will get through to everyone who is feeling ill. Um, I hope the recovery process is a quick one. Um, to everyone risking their, the healthcare workers, you know, risking their lives right now to make sure that we're good. Um, thank you. Um, because in that, in doing that, they are risking, you know, the lives of their families by returning home, you know, after every shift. So that definitely doesn't go unnoticed. Um, shout out to all the employers who are trying their best to keep as many people on payroll right now. Um, it means a lot. Um, while there is a lot of bad that has sort of come out of this, I think the coronavirus, if it has taught us anything, is the power, is our power, um, as people and as a nation to bond together and support one another, even if it, even if it is through a digital space or platform, um, because I mean, there've been DJs who've been giving us music or, you know, a party online, um, workout, free workouts, um, yoga sessions, um, what else? Seminars, so many different, um, content and ways to all the, 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 all the happy hours, virtual happy hours. Um, so it's, it's, it's great to see. Now to get to the meat of it all, um, this episode, I am going to be talking about what I've learned about patterns Um, and we'll define patterns as being commonalities in the decisions that we make for ourselves. So let's say the type of patterns we gravitate to, or excuse me, the type of jobs we gravitate towards, uh, the type of people we date, we're often asked, you know, what's your type or the types of friends we choose to surround ourselves with. Those are the patterns that I'm talking about today. And I believe that they can do two things for us, right? Um, that they we can use it for self-growth, meaning you can look back at your, your behaviors um, or your patterns as a receipt, a history of your behavior to make better decisions moving forward. Um, and you can also use them to get past situations that leave you feeling stuck, hurt, confused, or hopeless. and to reduce anxiety about the future. So reminding yourself that I got through tough times that felt like the worst things that can happen and I got past it. So essentially that's proof that you can get through whatever is troubling you in the present, right? And um, just a little background on where this is sort of stemming from. Recently I was on the phone um, with my cousins, shout out to Herlene and Darius. Um, Darius was actually on... um, 
one of my episodes, The Millennials and Marriage, um, with his wife Daphne, and they were talking about merging finances, mostly finances, but really all things when you're um, looking towards marriage with someone. Like you have your person, and like we talked about the different conversations um, that that you have. Um, so go back and check out that episode. Um, but we started talking about stocks and the best way well he was really telling us <laughs> and and what to look for when you are deciding to invest in a company and somehow during the conversation you know Darius asks about our short our short term goals and so I hesitated a little bit because to be honest I was a little embarrassed to say I don't have any uh, so I went on to spiel about how I've always been that person that lists their goals and plans out each step to accomplishing them. And like since I was in college, I had this thought that I would find happiness as my quality of life increased. So, for example, um, in my mind, the physical or tangible things that I set out for like um, credentials or, you know, a better job or or a a raise or something would sum up to happiness for me because all I needed was a better job and that job would allow me um to have more than just enough to pay my bills and now I'd be able to save and travel and so on um then after finally putting the work in I would meet the goal be excited for no more than a few days to be honest and go right back to wanting something and so just a little bit more background, um, I graduated from Florida State in the spring of 2017, and I immediately moved to Atlanta. And shortly after graduation, I decided I wanted to start my career in D.C. Uh, so once I once I made that decision, it was just kind of like I was on go, like I was ready to go. Just about everything I did was with the intention of moving to D.C. I did applications for months and everyone in like my circle like every single person who was active in my life at the time knew this goal of mine so i was pretty much it was pretty much um, my life's purpose at the time it really consumed me so after months of applying and only a few interviews i decided to take an opportunity to transfer in my position um working in banking um, and naturally, so long story short, went through the application process, got the approvals, got all this stuff. And when the offer came to me, I was, I was anxious. I was nervous. I didn't know what to say. Of course it was yes, but I was just like, wow, I didn't expect to feel this way. I expected like a party in my mind, you know, a celebration. And so, um, Fast forward, I'm in DC, I'm going to work, I'm commuting an hour and a half to and from work. I'm on the train, Lord, feeble, my spirit is low. <laughs> I'm on the train crying like two or three times a week because like that's just not where I wanted to be. Um, I knew what I signed up for, but it was still worse than I'd expected. And so eventually, about six months later, right before my birthday in August of 2018, I had found, um, I landed a job, um, which I'm in now. And finally, you know, I felt like I got my big break and I expected the bulk of my problems to go away because remember, you know, money was a thing. So eventually, about six months later, um, right before my birthday in August of 2018, I landed a job 
um, which I'm in now, and I was like, finally, I felt like I had my big break, um, and I expected the bulk of my problems to go away. And while they did, I had a whole new set of issues to work through. And some of them I've overcome since then, but others I'm still facing, you know, which is life. And so after years of this rinse and repeat, I had to come to the realization that the pattern in my life of, was struggling with um, destination happiness. I had to recognize that about myself and the anxiety and stress it caused me. So at the end of 2018, I wrote all my goals for 2019 in a journal. I split it into four sections, labeled them Q1, 2, 3, and 4, and had my goals written down to the T and even added some throughout the year. And so I met most of my major goals but not all of them, which is fine. You know, I was ready to simply just transfer them on over to 2020, um, but something changed. Um, something clicked, honestly. And that was coming to the realization that true fulfillment was not about the accomplishments. It was not about credentials the or the possessions we acquire. And while that sounds obvious, you know, coming out of my mouth, sometimes you just have to have your own personal experience to really have a, 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 a revelations for the light bulb to really go off. You know, and so coming to the realization that the the important things were the un were the excuse me the intangibles. They were things like being a better a, a better sister and you know being a better daughter and the the quality of the relationships that I have with people in my life, the respect and you know gratitude that I show them, um, among other things, became my goal or are my goals and so I share all that to say that I had to look within myself and realize that this pattern of always chasing the next high or climbing the next mountain in search of temporary relief to big up myself or whatever it didn't I that was there um, but I didn't have the maturity to look back and to tell myself well you've accomplished this so far you know, moving forward, this one thing won't bring you down, you know, instead of doing that, instead of having the maturity to do that or to remind myself that I instead would lose sleep. I would be up all the time trying to work on this work, working myself to the bone. I would complain to anybody who would listen um, and I would really just wear myself out. And when feelings of defeat, depression, angst and so many others like would cloud my memory of all the times that I was down and got back up. Maybe with not maybe not without help, definitely not without help, but I rose either way, right? And so the lesson, if it's a little gray for you right now, if you haven't gotten already, is that um we've all heard that the past repeats itself, right? And often we see it in fashion or we see it in music, but sometimes we fail to see it to to see the um the past or the patterns in our own habits, right? In order to use them constructively. So you can see them, but also use it constructively, right? And we talk about not dwelling in the past, but in a way you can do that, you can do that for your benefit. So think of your past decisions as a bank statement or an annual balance sheet. Um, look at trends. So what do you spend um, most of your time or money on and why? Um, Look at them. They're telling you your strengths and areas of improvement. Your patterns are your answers. And so an exercise or a challenge I have for you is every day for the next month, 
every day for the next month, write a detailed summary of your day. What went well, what didn't, um, your expectations versus what actually happened and how you reacted and the people involved. And don't forget to, um, to include your mood throughout the day because um, it shifts naturally. Um, and look back at the end of the month and make comparisons between all the experiences and interactions and see what you get out of it. So um, feel free to correspond with me um, via DM or email me at wwspod at gmail.com. So wwspod at gmail.com. Um, I can't wait to hear about your experiences, honestly. And that's it. That's all I've got. Like I said, straight to it, no chaser. Um, I hope you all gained something from this. And um, you can find me on Instagram at QueenLiz2U. That's Queen Liz, the number two, and the letter U. Um, go ahead and hit the link in my bio for access to more episodes. Um, you can join our email list. You can complete a guest inquiry form. And you can sign up for, um, there's a link there for you to sign up for Audible and get your first audiobook for free. And there is access to some cool COVID-19 resources. Um, I found this awesome resource list online and um, put it in my, my link tree. So go ahead and click on that. Um, and that's all I got. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, until next time. Bye-bye.